This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Where we talk about transforming the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Thank you for tuning into I Work For Him today. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We are. And, you know, we are, we are thrilled that you have, even if it's just a few minutes in your car or wherever you may be, that you are able to tune in and hear what God is doing around the country. We have a a great show ahead. But Jim, I wanted to point out to people, yesterday we were talking about the Work Matters Conference coming up in Northwest Arkansas October 11th. And I want people to know that on our website, under our events tab, we actually have that event listed. And I have the link to the Calvary Seminole streaming simulcast location where they can register right in... Yes, sir. And so I want people to know that that for local Tampa people, that link is there. It when they can also use that information to get to the main website and learn about either hosting it themselves or if they're able to go to Northwest Arkansas, go and participate live. It's an amazing opportunity from no matter where you are in the country, you will be thrilled by how beautiful Northwest Arkansas is and the people there and just the um, the culture is just an amazing experience. So I just wanted people to know. We have an events tab. We're going to talk about that more later in the show, but iworkforhim.com. You can go to events and learn about the Work Matters conference that we um, heard talked about yesterday. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. You know, Martha, I want to make sure we cover a couple of other announcements before we go to our question of the day. Ooh, this is like being at church on Sunday and That's hearing right. the announcements. Here's another. We just got a couple of announcements. Please pay attention. So we have decided, so we've been doing a marriage retreat cruise for the last, I don't know, six or seven years. Mm -hmm. Since 2012, I guess that's seven years and going on eight years next year in um, uh, because our next one is in February 2020, February 27th through March the 2nd. Sure. Because it's over leap year weekend. I always read. Okay. So. And that's fantastic, but that sometimes excludes the people that couldn't afford to go because they want to work on their marriage. And why do we talk about marriage on a workplace show? Because if your marriage is screwed up or tense or or just troubled a little. Or low priority. Or it impacts your work every day. And if, yeah, it's a really low priority and you're working all the time, it will one day rise to the top of things you have to deal with because it will get sour. So we want you to work on your marriages because as Christ followers, our marriages should be a shining light into the community. So we do the marriage retreat cruise, which we're going to talk about those details in a second. That's next February, the 27th through the third of the second of March, 2020. But, so we want to do an on-land one. That's right. And, you know, not just for people that can't go on the cruise, but we have a lot of friends who are tax accountants. And that happens to, be, happens to be a profession that never thinks that they can take a marriage cruise in February. They, For some reason, they think they're a little busy they that time of year. they do it during hurricane season like now. <laughs> so anyway, so we decided, along with several of our wonderful repeat um, couples from our marriage cruise, to to do a land retreat in North Tampa, in Lutz, right? Dade City. It's Dade, not Dade, Lutz. It's Dade, it's City, Dade City, but it's that area. People kind of know that area of North Tampa. Everybody that knows where Lutz is and Dade City, they just said, Martha, those aren't near each other. Okay. 
But anyway, it's the North. point is October 5th, we are inviting you, if you are at all local, within driving distance, of being able to come to our land marriage retreat, which will be taking place on October 5th from 3 o'clock in the afternoon until 8.30-ish, Jim. That's right. And so we're keeping this cheap, uh, 25 bucks a couple, and that'll include a book, The Marriage Mentor by Rhonda and Steve Stoppy. A great time for conversation, meeting other couples who want to work on their marriages, and we want to invite you, our listener, to participate in that with us. We're so excited that you would even consider it. So go out to iWorkRim.com, click on the events tab. Is it out there yet? No, it's not, but it's on Facebook. So that's what I was trying oh, so to... so it's on Facebook. Go to iWorkRim on Facebook and you can find out about it. But again, 25 bucks, just a few hours, 3 to 8.30. We're going to have s'mores. And Martha, what is the... What are we naming? Yeah, we definitely... that's what I'm working really okay, hard working to get really up hard. on my phone. So while we're on there, Martha's playing on her phone trying to find uh, the, no, the no, portal no. for the retreat. So we're doing it on land and we're going to focus on a couple of things. So the topics for the day will be and and again why are we talking about marriage on a workplace radio program on our workplace show which goes out way more on radio I mean it goes out all over Florida Georgia Virginia but then on podcast it actually literally touches the four corners of the globe how do you have four corners when the globe is round I don't really know but that's what we do (laughs) so the we're gonna we're gonna talk about if your spouse could change would if your spouse would change would you be happy and how about the topic when somebody makes a comment well we're falling out of love and happily ever after is a fairy tale mm, it's going to be so good so because we're going to be on some country land on a fall evening the name fall of our in fall Florida. retreat is s'more than a feeling hmm what do you think we're going to have for dessert jim ice cream S'mores, s'mores ice cream on the fire okay so it's more than a feeling finding the sweetness of marriage in christ so if you want to look for this event go to facebook and type in s'more than a feeling and you will find the marriage retreat in dade city and uh so this is a great great opportunity for you to connect with us so it's on facebook on our i work Ram page okay it's on just type in s'more than a feeling yep and then we'll find it. And we'll get that link on our events tab as well on our website, iworkrim.com. Click on the events tab. Now, if you're listening to our Jacksonville audience anywhere all over Tampa Bay, obviously that's just a short little drive to Dade City from Jacksonville, about three hours from uh, Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, anywhere in Tampa Bay, a little more than an hour maybe, unless you're in North Tampa already, uh, from our, our, our audience anywhere in Florida, it's, it's doable. Maybe even in Southeast Georgia. From Norfolk, Virginia, might be a little bit of a trek, but you could always get a hotel. For sure. So we would just really want to invite you to join us. We'd love to meet you face to face. This is an opportunity to just really open it up to the I Work For Him listeners and um, local friends and um, invite your small groups, Jim. This is something not just for couples to come alone. Invite your small groups, invite your neighbors, your whatever you think would be appropriate. We're going to obviously it's going to be casual. We're going to have a fire. That's why we said 830 ish, because we want to wait for the sun, sun to set and be able to get have some small and all this is a precursor to our 2020 Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat sponsored by I Work Rim, which will be February 27th through March the 2nd. Check that out on our website, iWorkRim.com. There's also a, a link to that event on our Facebook page as well, right? Yes, for sure. Okay. So here's the question for the day, Martha. I, this is from one of our listeners. Okay. I'm bracing myself. Uh, okay. A coworker often stops by my desk to chat. I don't want to be rude. 
but I need to work. What's the Christ-like response to this? Wow, you had to throw in the Christ-like response part in that question, listener, because one, my first thought was just put some earbuds in. You don't even have to be listening to anything. (laughs) (laughs) Just pretend. Oh, you know. I don't think that was right. I know. Okay. I, but it, it might help actually to just deter the situation. But um, I think one of the things that comes to mind is just to be able to say, you know what? I, man, I really like chatting with you. This is so much fun. Can we do this over lunch? Can we take this um, when I'm not so busy and when I don't have a task and I'm not on the time clock, whatever you want to say to that part of the conversation, depending on your environment, but just say, you know what? I love talking to you, um, but I'd rather do this over lunch and get my work done. Well, and it, and it speaks to this coworker really wants a relationship with you. And so by, by, by just saying, Hey, let's, do lunch and talk uh, and be more proactive because I really want to respect the fact that I'm getting paid to do work right now. Mm-hmm. I don't don't want to steal from my boss by talking or use whatever terms, you know. I don't you want know. to convict him don't want, too much. Well, maybe you do. But the, the issue is don't reject this person. Make sure they know that they're valued and loved by yeah. your heavenly father and by you and that you make time for them over lunch because in America, we are all entitled to a paid lunch or an unpaid lunch. Excuse me, an unpaid lunch. And if your salary, it's always unpaid. We get to eat. You get to eat. You get to eat. It's part of a law somewhere. We should do that sometime, Jim. So, to have lunch together? Didn't we have lunch together yesterday? Yeah, we might have. I think we had lunch together yesterday. We did. It was late in the afternoon, but it was lunch. <laughs> 2.30. Okay, so when your coworker stops by your cubicle, your desk, your office to chat during the middle of the day, just say, hey, why don't we have a chat over lunch? Or if it's after lunch, maybe at the end of the day before you head home. Yeah. Let them know that they're loved and appreciated, uh, but that you want to respect the boss's time, the owner's time. We're so excited, Martha, to just welcome everybody to I Work For Him today. And we've got an action-packed show, so I'm going to jump right into it, unless you have an announcement for anybody. You know what? I would just encourage our listeners, if there's anything that they have a question on or they want to connect with us on, our listener line is open 24-7. So 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. I'd like to say operators are standing by. But they're not. <laughs> they're probably sitting by It right is now. a one-minute right. voicemail system, so I'd right. love to hear from you. So business as missions. Is this a God-endorsed subject? Does God really care about business? How come it's never even mentioned in the Bible? Oh, or is it? What does it really mean to be on mission in business? You know, last year, Martha and I stopped off at Lipscomb University. We spent several, we spent one really long day, but recorded an entire week's worth of shows mm-hmm. alongside Rob Touchstone at Lipscomb University's Center for Business's Mission. We got to hear how a biblical worldview is being intertwined into all the business classes at Lipscomb and then they were going to work on the STEM classes with science, technology, engineering, and math. And they're working on all that. So today we want to go back to Lipscomb and hear about this huge conference that they're holding in September on the 17th. Rob Touchstone, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hey, Jim and Martha. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. Well, we're excited to have you. Why don't you, let's just really quick talk about how, you know, how does your faith shape your work? And then I want you to introduce the guest that you have with you to join us on the show today. How does your faith yeah, shape ab- your work, Rob? 
Absolutely. Well, for me, it keeps me from just going to work and thinking of my work as, as my mission. So it keeps me from waking up and thinking I'm going to just make a living today, but instead invites me to think about how today is an opportunity to partner with God in His mission. So for me, I'm not just a teacher. Um, I show up in my role and my work to, to steward an opportunity to love and serve students. And so that's, that's what my faith means to me in my workplace. So um, let me introduce Jordan Rayner. Jordan uh, and I have recently become friends, and a mutual friend connected us, and real excited uh, about what Jordan is doing. He is the best-selling author of the book called To Create, as well as a serial entrepreneur, and we're thrilled that Jordan uh, is connecting with Lipscomb as part of a conference we're doing this uh, next month. Jordan Rayner, welcome to I Work For Him. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. It's good to be here. And everybody in Tampa Bay is going, hey, we all know Jordan. He's famous here. So for those of you, the rest of you around the world, he's probably famous too. But this all called to create, that's your book. I didn't have a copy of that in front of me. Where can people get a copy of that book, Jordan? Anywhere books are sold. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Lifeway.com, I guess, nowadays. Uh, anywhere you can pick up a book, uh, you can find called to create. Very cool. All right. So, Rob, really quick, we're, we're, we want to talk about you've got a conference coming up on September the 17th right there in Nashville, Tennessee at Lipscomb University Center for Business. As Miss, you got it right on. Are you doing it right on campus, the, the conference? We are. It is going to be in a brand new building that we are praying will be complete in the next uh, week or so, our newest building on campus, yes. Well, when we were there, they were putting the foundation in on that building last year, so that thing's gone all the way up, huh? It is all the way up and ready for BAM 323 conference, September 17th. How very exciting. So as we get into sharing what BAM 323 is, if our listeners have a moment to be able to write down a website or something like that, how can they um, get back to those details? Yeah, so it's lipscomb.edu backslash BAM 323, and there's some more conference details and then a place where you can register for free uh, right there at the site. And it's Lipscomb. Wait a second, you said free? Wait a minute. It is free, and that is an amazing deal. (laughs) It is an amazing deal, because it's costing you money to put on this conference. That's incredible. We have had a generous donor to uh, this year sponsor uh, our our conference and our guests, making it free. And again, that's an amazing value, especially when mm. you consider people like Jordan and just a whole host of uh, speakers and teachers that we're bringing in. Well, we'll we'll let you give a big plug on who all some of the speakers are going to be, but I want to make sure people understand the website lipscomb.edu. So L I P S C O M B dot edu forward slash bam three two three that's how you can find out about the conference on september 17th now jordan i don't even remember the answer to this question not jordan excuse me rob i don't even know the answer to this question are you streaming this can somebody stream this remotely if they can't make it to nashville on that date well, so this is our first year doing it. We're not going to stream this year, but we are going to be recording the sessions, and then we'll be posting them online, so they will be accessible, hopefully, within a week or two of the conference. And it, they'll find that on your website as well? Yeah, that will also be at our uh, at our Business as Mission website, and we'll hopefully have that along with um, additional resources that if you can't attend, that uh, you can still glean from, and then hopefully be encouraged to come back next year, because this is the first of what we hope will be many annual BAM conferences. That's awesome. And again, BAM stands for Business as Mission, and we're going to really delve into that, Jim. All right. So, uh, Rob, just in case people are listening today, go, wait a minute, I'm not a business owner. I'm not a business leader. Why do I care? 
care about business's mission. Just give them really quick a 30 seconds or less why everybody should stay listening, whether they run in the place or whether they're working in the place. Absolutely. So, you know, I know it does seem to pigeonhole it when you say business as mission, but really, um, if you work within a business, you don't have to be the one that started it or leads it. Um, business as mission is helping you to think about stewarding your influence within that business. So if you're a manager, it's how can you steward your uh, your influence uh, your relationally with people. If you're an accountant, it's how do you steward um, your the resources that you're in charge of, um, and so on. But it doesn't even have to be within a traditional business. It's in any way that you hopefully can learn to see your work as mission. So uh, this even applies to the church leaders. So we're inviting church leaders to come and think about how can you use the discipline of business to drive sustainable strategy uh, when it comes to outreach and mission. Um, mm. Or if you're an investor and you want to think about how to how to consider uh, a return on investment that is uh, kingdom-oriented, then we want to teach you about kingdom ROI. And so business, in a sense, there's kind of mm-hmm. business in everything we do, including yeah. church. Um, and so we feel like this conference uh, and really the, the bigger uh, conversation around BAM, or business's mission, is is very broad in one regard uh, and appeals to almost anyone. Mm, so good. So one of the people that you are bringing in as a speaker is Jordan Rayner, as we um, spoke about. So Jordan, tell us why, what, what are you going to bring to this event as a keynote speaker? Well, that's a great question. I'm super excited about this event. Uh, there's two keynotes, actually, I'm going to be delivering. The first is based on my best-selling book called The Create, uh, which basically is, is meant to inspire the audience to uh, emulate who God, who I call the first entrepreneur in my book. If you look at Genesis, the fir- very first thing that God reveals about his character is that he is a creator God. He mm-hmm. takes a risk, he creates something new, and he does it for the good of others, for the good of us and ultimately his glory. And so the first keynote will kind of set the tone and help us understand how all of us are creating culture in some way, right? And we should embrace that call to create in wherever God has placed us. Mm-hmm. The second keynote is focused on this concept of the ministry of excellence, right? So yes, business's mission involves explicitly preaching the name of Jesus Christ and sharing the gospel with our coworkers. But first and foremost, our most fundamental form of ministry is the ministry excellence. It's just doing an exceptionally good job and loving our neighbors, be they our bosses, our employees, our customers, our vendors, extraordinarily well by doing our work as masterfully as we know how. Hmm. So the people that are attending, that are listening to you, number one, they're going to get a better understanding that, that you know, we're, we have a God that is the creator, which really is something that we can then emulate. But then also this whole concept of excellence, we love that. That is something Jim and I talk about all the time. And I think that um, hearing more of that is a great encouragement, no matter what someone's skills are that they do on a daily basis to do that with excellence. So those are some great topics that you're going to be talking on. Now, Rob, I know that Jordan is just one of your speakers. Of course, one of the most important ones. <laughs> Jordan told me that when we were, when you weren't on the air. Uh, so, Rob, you've got some other speakers that are coming to the BAM 323 conference on September 17th at Lipscomb University, lipscomb.edu forward slash. BAM 323. For free. For free. 323 for free in Nashville. <laughs> <clears throat> so really quick, you got 30 seconds. What are who are some of the other speakers? 
Yes, we, of course, are thrilled to have Jordan with us. We're also going to have Mats Tunahag from Sweden, who is the global thought leader, I'll just call him, um, on business as mission. And he is going to be sharing stories from the field. He has just written a book called BAM Global Movement. And so I can't wait for our audience to hear stories mm. uh, from all over the globe of how BAM is impacting lives and creating sustainable strategies. Um, we're also going to have uh, keynotes by Brett Swain, who started a social enterprise here in Nashville called The Cookery which employs uh, homeless men and women. Um, and and we're going to have to hear Griffith. the rest. Oh, we're going to have to hear the rest of the. Oh, Larry Griffith from Corporate Chaplains. That's we're right. going to have to hear the rest of that story and the rest of that list when we come back. You're listening to I Work Rim with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're talking about business as mission. But are we really talking about business as mission? Well, sure we are. We are. Lipscomb.edu, lipscomb.edu, forward slash BAM, B-A-M-323. An amazing conference one day in Nashville on September the 17th of this year, mm-hmm. where you can really find out how do you live out with intentionality, no matter what your work is, to look at it as a mission field. It goes right along with the mission of I Work For Him and our tagline, transforming the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. We've got Rob Touchstone. He's what you're like super director from Lipscomb University Center for Business Admission. Is that what it is? Super director? Rob, is that what it is? <laughs> I'll just settle for like everyday average guy. But yes, they call me director and, and professor here. Uh, and professor. Ooh, sorry, professor. <laughs> Lips, uh, professor Touchstone. All right, and, and we've got also Jordan Rayner, who's going to, he's a great Tampa resident. Jordan, why don't you plug, how do people find you online? Yeah, easiest place is jordanrainer.com, J-O-R-D-A-N-R-A-Y-N-O-R.com. Jordanrainer.com. Very good. All right, Jordan, you're getting a chance to speak at the BAM 323 conference. Let's talk about I want to give people the practical today of something they could take away when they get out of their car or when they get into their car to go to work or if they're listening in their office or maybe they're listening to this as a podcast, so it'll be the day that they listen to this. What 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 can we give them about what you're yep. so you're going to talk about excellence and you're talking about creativeness yep. God being a creator visionary and operating with excellence give them something practical they could take away today absolutely so let me start with the inspirational which will set up the practical so if you're coming to band three two three you're going to walk away more inspired than you ever have been before is our prayer that your work matters and that your work regardless of what that work is is a primary means of ministry it's a primary means by which you glorify and reveal the character of a creative god love your neighbor as yourself and make disciples of jesus christ once you have that as the foundation we're going to talk practically about what does excellence look like? How do we pursue mastery, true world-class mastery of our crafts, not for our own fame and fortune, but for the glory of God and the good of others? So you're going to walk away with some practical tips that you can apply to whatever your discipline is uh, to continue to pursue mastery of that craft uh, for the glory of God. So... When you look at Martha, you jump in here too. But the uh, she's always fighting me for a microphone. I hate that. <laughs> give it back. Give it back. When you look at excellence, let's just say somebody is a car salesperson, or maybe they are a ditch digger or a lineman. So they're they're, they're in Florida. All the lines go underground. So when the hurricanes come by, they don't get blown over. You know, how does what does that look like? What does excellence or mastery look in a position in in, in car sales or in being a lineman? 
That's a great question. So this is the exact topic of my next book that's coming out with Random House in January called Master of One. Uh, and in it, I look to what scripture and scientific and academic literature have to say are the pointers to mastery, the things that are common to people who become world-class at their crafts. And you know, to give you a preview of the book and a preview of the keynote that we're going to have here at Band 323, there's really three keys to mastery regardless of field. Number one is apprenticeship, right? Indirect or direct apprenticeships, humbling yourself to the wisdom of others who can teach you how to become a master of your craft. Uh, number two, it's discipline over time, right? Sticking with something long enough to where you can become, become truly exceptional at it. Not hopping around from job to job every nine months, as many people in my generation uh, are accustomed to doing, but finding something that's worth sticking with for a long period of time to get really great at it. And the third key to mastery is purposeful practice, right? So a lot of people are familiar with the 10,000-hour rule, made famous by Malcolm Gladwell and Outliers. Uh, but the trick there is not just how much you, power, uh, you practice a particular discipline, but in how you practice that particular discipline, right? Uh, and in Master of One, I'm going to outline those four elements of purposeful practice that ensure we become world-class at whatever it is that God has called us uh, to do and create in this world. Hmm. So I hope that that has our listeners just a little bit excited about, number one, um, attending or participating in BAM 323, if they can, from Lipscomb University, but also then to be anticipating your new book that will be coming out in January, Master of One. And that was Jordan Rayner that we're talking to. I wanted we, people to know that they can connect with you on your website, Jordan, because you send out blogs, you really feeding yeah. into people, and um, you have great resources there. So jordanrainer.com is the website. If you haven't ever visited it before, um, you can go there. And your current book that hasn't been out all that long called To Create is an excellent starting point as well. Well, I, I love the fact that you also you know got to promote your book on iWorkFrame. Another free plug right here on <laughs> iWorkFrame. Uh, love that. on that one. It's not, no, even, uh, not even interview season for Master of One yet. That's fine. You can, you, oh. can, you can. Oh, hot off the, the oh. top. Oh, so we're the first. Very good. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. Rob Touchstone, you're the the director of center for, of the center for business's mission at Lipscomb university. Mm -hmm. Where did you come up with this idea to do a conference, a free conference? Nobody's ever heard of that at Lipscomb (laughs) university. What, what what is your ultimate aim for everybody that participates, whether they get to go live on September 17th in Nashville, Tennessee, or get to watch the videos afterwards. What's your hope for everybody that participates? Well, you know, we talk a lot with students about being good stewards of what we've been given and the opportunities that we have. And so this is our way to serve the community. So we internally serve students. We teach them how to develop a theological framework for business. Uh, We teach them a lot of principles, of course, within that. But this is our way to be a convener. We want to bring together experts who are practicing this. And then we want to bring together people in our community and not just our local community, but our our, our larger community to say we want 
people who desire to learn more about business as mission or theology and work, we want to serve you. So that's that's one of the reasons that we're excited about this being free because it's accessible to anyone. Um, and so this is our way to, to serve and then to, to be a convener, to even to kind of put a stake in the ground as a thought leader in this field um, because we're doing this uh, on the university level where uh, we believe we can educate in this space. But not only educate, call people to practice. Right. So I have a couple of questions for you just to kind of clarify for our listeners. Although it's on a college campus, it's not just for college students, right? No, this is our way to serve our community. So we will certainly have some college students that are in the audience, but this is specifically designed for uh, really four specific target audiences. One, if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, maybe you've had this vision for a missional business and you want to learn some steps on how to mm-hmm. move that toward a reality, we're going to have three breakout sessions just for you. And so you'll be with uh, Barrett Ward, the founder of a, a wonderful social enterprise called Able, learning how to at least a Evaluate that idea, idea and move it toward reality. Um, this is also designed for business leaders, again, who want to learn how to steward their influence within the workplace. And then mm-hmm. church leaders. Maybe you're a church leader who says, you know, I love that our church is doing great at serving the homeless, um, at collecting clothes and things like that. But how do we engage in community economic development to try to address like root causes um, of problems? And so we're going to be talking about about um, how do you utilize business to, to develop sustainable strategies? And we're really excited. We're bringing in Sean Duncan and Donnell Woodson from the Lupton Center uh, in Atlanta. Some, some of the listeners will recognize the Lupton Center, uh, named after Bob Lupton, the toxic charity author. And so there's going to be some great conversation around community economic development for church mm-hmm. leaders. And then also, uh, maybe you're just someone that is in a season where you, you have money to invest and you want to invest that not only wisely, but you want to invest that wisely right. for the kingdom of God. And so we're going to be talking about uh, what that looks like. Hmm. So, yes, right. this is this is open to all of those audiences, or maybe you're just someone that wants to learn a better theology of work, like Jordan just mentioned. You want to know, how do I go to work on Monday morning and be excited that today's the day I get to wake up and say, God, what do you have in store for us mm. today? This is a, a divine partnership in, in God's kingdom, and our work is one of the best opportunities we have to, to live on mission. It is. Today is the day I get to live out my faith in my work, which is my mission field. I like that. Okay. So... Jordan, answer me this, riddle me this, Batman. Why is understanding, why is the understanding of business as mission and really work as mission so important to the health of our country and our world? Well, Gallup tells us 70% of Americans are disengaged from their jobs. Globally, the number is 80%. And we spend more than 50% of our waking hours working. You know, I really hope Christians can understand why and why that's important. I think if the church really does grasp that, really does understand that the Bible is the only religious text that starts with the God who works, and that in and of itself gives our work great dignity and meaning. Once we understand that job, Job satisfaction rises, and we become exponentially more relevant in the world, right? We lean more ambitiously into our work, making us winsome and attractive to our employers and to our fellow colleagues, uh, and just puts us on mission, just, uh, just causes us to live more intentionally, again, not for our own sin and fortune, but for the glory of God, which is why we're all here. That's why I'm fired up about this topic, and that's why I'm fired up about this conference. 
I mean, that's the point of the church. I mean, the, the church was supposed to have yeah. faith so compelling and so vibrant that the community was impacted. We're where somebody who's a Christ follower is operating within the community. Everybody around them should be benefiting from their faith, whether they believe in Christ or not. Isn't that the truth? Absolutely. Yeah, Jim, I served this is about a, good, right? Hey, don't fight, guys. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> this Rob, is go about ahead. engagement. And this, this is calling the world, uh, Christians in the world, to engage. I think we've become so focused oftentimes on escapism in our Christianity and seeking a future reward. But this is about being engaged. We need Christians making better products, serving uh, in better ways, practicing their jobs with excellence, because a huge part of the kingdom calling and, and mission is, is engagement, and work is one of the best ways to do that. All right, we're talking today with Rob Touchstone, director of the Center for Business as Mission at Lipscomb University. They're hosting an event on September 17th. You can't stream it this year, but you can go to Nashville, lipscomb.edu forward slash BAM323. Of course, that link will be on our Facebook page. It will be all over. We keep repeating it here on the show. Love for you to attend. You'll be able to watch the videos afterwards for those of you that can't make it to Nashville on the 17th of September. We've had Jordan Rayner here with us. Jordan, thank you so much for calling into iWorkRam and sharing a little tidbit of what you're going to speak about. Thank you, Jordan. Mm. Rob, Lipscomb University is a university that believes in helping every... Well, tell me, if I send my kid to Lipscomb University, which my kids are all graduated, but if I had kids left to send and I sent them to Lipscomb University, would they get I work for him before they graduate? They would. They... We teach, I think, in uh, the broader picture, not just business, we, we teach a theology of work and how to engage deeply. So this is not just limited to what I do here in business. We have nursing students, engineering students, um, and, and so on, who are studying how to do their vocation from a kingdom perspective. And it, that's so exciting. This is a great place to be. Our president likes to say that you know, Nashville might be our campus, but the world is our classroom because we're sending students out really um, into a, a mission field that is just so ready to receive them in their skills and talents that they're developing here. Mm, that's exciting. So um, we hope, you know, there's a lot of people that had not heard of Lipscomb University. So this is great exposure for them. I know, Jim, as we've traveled all over, we have mentioned it several times because what a benefit these students get to come out with a theology of work and as they're learning their specific um, focus. So. Rob, you have your own social enterprise story that surrounds um, the, the place called The Well. Why don't you tell our listeners about that? I stumbled into all of this sort of accidentally. I mean, I believe it now to be providential, but I was a, a youth pastor, youth minister for 16 years of my career when I, I just kind of started to deal with some of my frustration with the institutional church, only in the sense that it seemed like most of what we were doing and talking about was how to get people into our church buildings, maybe to hear mm-hmm. a good sermon or to experience a great program. So I had this vision um, for a coffee shop that could create space to more fully help Christians to integrate their lives into the fabric of the community. And, you know, what better way to do that than coffee and coffee house? And so in 2012, I worked with a a team to open the Well Coffee House as a social enterprise. And the idea was to was to create space to love people with not only a great cup of coffee, but with a relational presence. Um, And then to use the business model to lead 
in in conversation about what faith looks like. So we give all of our profits away to uh, help drill water wells. And so 6,000 people are dying from waterborne illness every day. And so we are seeking to address the root cause of that problem by funding water wells. So we work with partners all over the globe to do that. And then I lead uh, a church that meets inside of the well, really designed for people that would never perhaps walk into a church building. So on Sunday morning, I'm sitting in our coffee shop in, in one of our locations and there to uh, have conversation with people who may not ever give a formal religious gathering a chance. What does um, is, is church at a coffee house look like? <laughs> It doesn't look like church, as we know it. I'll say that. Um, it's very conversational, so we're sitting around tables. Uh, sometimes we'll have a musician take the stage and, and lead some songs um, that sometimes would be more identifiable by an audience that has not been to a church gathering. So they may play something like a Mumford & Sons song or an Avett Brothers song that might have some spiritual overtones to it. And then we just invite anyone who's there, first of all, to consider, like, hey, thank you as a customer for helping us to drill water wells. We didn't do this. You did because you bought coffee with us. So I'll point to the wall usually and say, thank you for helping to do this. And the wall shows pictures of water wells that have been funded. And then I'll just say, yeah, if you're curious, like what kind of a coffee house would do something like that? Like, why do we care so much? We're about to have some open conversation about that. And so I'll say, feel free to be as you are. Don't let us bother you, interrupt you. But if you'd like to join the conversation, and then we'll, we'll begin to talk about faith and how faith informs um, our practice and what we do. And since doing that, we've seen people who were practicing other religions, people who were atheists, people who were practicing very different lifestyles, um, come to know Christ. And, and the exciting thing about that was the business was the barrier breaker. Um, they were willing to sit down and join conversation over coffee where they would all tell you, we have never responded to an invitation to join you in a, a formal right. religious gathering. So let me clarify, you're not closing down the coffee shop and having a private little church service. You're actually doing this be the opposite right, right we're right. doing you're this, doing this during yep. business hours with other yes. customers in the store that may not be there in for any purpose other than a good cup of coffee which that jim, jim exactly and i right. are not coffee drinkers but we have heard such great things about the well and you guys really care about the bean so i just we i just do. want to throw that out there you're not just like throwing <laughs> together a little coffee shop it's a no, it's a, an amazing no, no. experience isn't it but I, I love with that. a great product. Yeah. We do. And, and, and so, like Jordan talked about with excellence, we have to have an excellent customer service and excellent product, and that, that becomes the catalyst for us to talk about and to even earn the right to talk about mm-hmm. uh, the faith that we have. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about some of those stories. You're talking about really a, oh, an amazing idea, a Jesus idea here. Sharing, just living out your faith mm-hmm. in the marketplace, out where people who are lost and still imprisoned in their soul, you're bringing the message to them. Wow, it's a fantastic it, idea. What, what, it, it's like birth shattering. Talk to us about like a story. Give us one specific story of somebody who re- they, they became a Christ follower because of what you guys are doing in a coffee shop. Well, one of my favorite uh, things to tell is a, it's a story of a student who was here at Lipscomb who was a practicing Sikh, so a completely different religion. And uh, he once told me, he said, sir, he said, I would um, I would be disowning my parents if, if I ever even gave Christianity a chance. He said, so he said, I would die before I'd become a Christian. Uh, but whereas he wouldn't have responded to me inviting him to a church gathering that looks, uh, you know, more, more formal church gathering, I invited him to 
over to have coffee and to have conversation. And I, I sought to get to know what he believed. And that happened uh, in a very natural setting around you know, a table and with coffee. And uh, he, he decided to come to one of our gatherings where we just sit in the marketplace and, and with a community of, of believers who were talking about faith. And um, he was going through some very difficult times. And we, we just said, do you mind if we pray over you? And in that prayer, he, he himself, uh, for the first time, just cried out to the Lord. And it was, it was an amazing thing. And then to mm-hmm. see him from that begin to say, I don't know exactly who you people are or what you believe, but I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen a business who has given, uh, has committed itself to the things that you all do to serve people. And um, when this young man walked across the street from the well to Lipscomb's fountain on campus to be baptized, um, Hmm. I thought about those words where he said, I would die before I'd ever become a Christian. And and Hmm. that's what happened as he he fully died to himself and immersed himself in Christ. And um, he'll tell you to this day, and he's one of the most passionate Jesus followers that I have ever met. And I don't say that with any hesitation. Um, He's what feels like a modern day Saul to Paul. he is passionate about the Lord, and he will tell you he um, he found Jesus in the marketplace, or it may be better to say Jesus found him in the marketplace. Right, mm-hmm. right, because Jesus wasn't lost, but he was. I, I right. love that. Rob Touchstone, thanks for sharing that story. And thanks for the, people want to find out more about the well, because you've got lots of locations now in Nashville area, right? Yeah, we sure do. We've got four in Nashville and one in Fishers, Fishers Indiana, and um, you can find more about the well just at wellcoffeehouse.com. WellCoffeeHouse.com. All right, let's get back to Lipscomb.edu forward slash BAM323. You've got a conference coming up on September 17th. Who should be attending, Rob? Well, we hope that if you're an aspiring entrepreneur who has a great idea, we want to help you to think about that idea. If you're a business leader and you want to look, figure out how to steward your influence better, um, you want to learn maybe a better theology of work. If you're an investor who wants to think about how to better invest your money in kingdom strategies, or, um, and this one's my favorite in the sense that I came out of this world, if you're a church leader who wants to think beyond short-term mission and consider how to do sustainable mission um, this is for you too. So those are our target audiences that we think this conference will speak deeply into. All right. So you're not streaming the event this year, but people will be able to watch the videos afterwards. You said the event is free on September 17th at Lipscomb University, lipscomb.edu forward slash BAM 323. Will the videos be for free to watch later? They sure will. So we'll have all of those online. So we've got keynote sessions and then breakout tracks. And then even we're going to close the day with a very practical way to see missional businesses in action. We're going to have like a mini Shark Tank style uh, pitch wow. event with six uh, local and even there's one that's coming globally uh, to present their business idea in like an eight minute pitch. And this is going to be able to show the audience, okay, we've talked a lot of, uh, we've talked theology, we've talked practice, and now you're going to get a front row seat to see six social enterprises, all at different stages, some in pre-launch, some in startup, some in ready-to-scale mode, and right. we're really excited for that. Mm. What I'm, and what we're really excited to see is that your list of speakers is famous speakers, infamous speakers, men and lady speakers. This is not just an all, this is a really, it's a phenomenal event representing a wide swath of the body of Christ. We're really excited about it. Please make sure you check it out. Lipscomb.edu forward slash BAM 323. Rob Touchstone. Thanks for being back on I Work For Him, sharing this event. We just pray that on September 17th, Father, that you would bless that event in an amazing way. Thank you, Rob Touchstone, for being on I Work For Him again. 
Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Martha. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check it out online, lipscum.edu forward slash BAM323. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. him. 